Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Looks Like We Made It. I'm Izzy Howell and I'm not joined by my dad Chris today to talk all things video marketing. Uh, normally we are the father and daughter who run the fabulous video production company Howell Film and each week we will be discussing everything like what happens behind the scenes on our projects, getting results from your video content, how to start using video in your business and plenty more to come. I will be joined by some wonderful special guests, including our own awesome clients from all kinds of industries, as well as our own film crew and even our own family to candidly converse about creativity. On this episode, I'm answering the question, how can young people get into the film industry? And to help me answer this question, I am joined by Kiati and Cody, hosts of the awesome and self-proclaimed slightly chaotic Film Fluence podcast. So without further ado, let's get started and of course never miss an episode every Tuesday by giving us a follow or subscribe as well as finding Howell Film on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn. Let's go. Okay, that was Hi. Hi. <laughs> How are you guys? We're good. We're ready to go. <laughs> so we have Kiati and Cody uh, both with a K, which I think is fantastic. So yes. that's uniform. Um, and you guys are obviously we met through meeting through podcasts and the fact we both host them. Um, and we're all in the film industry in some capacity uh, and we're all doing something in film in one way or another. Um, and we sort of landed on the fact that because we're all doing different things, but we're all in the same field uh the and we're all relatively young so that's good as well uh we can we found sort of something that we could talk about so if you guys could sort of introduce yourselves i guess and tell me as well why you're perfect to help me answer this question <laughs> Cody, would you like to go first okay I'll go first. <laughs> um so i'm cody i'm 19 and i think i can answer i can think i can help answer this question because I grew up in school, everyone's saying, you know, why aren't you going to uni? You should go to uni if you want to, like, get a job and everything. But I managed to get into what I was doing without without it. And um, I think it's just... I don't know what I'm saying. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, I finished my sentence. I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> so I think I could probably help answer the question because... I kind of took the, I don't want to say it was more, it was like not traditional, but I guess it was because I didn't go to uni and everything. And I grew up in school, people being like, so what uni are you going to go to? You're going to go to uni. And I was just like, it just wasn't, oh, <laughs> it just wasn't for me. Um, so I managed to get myself into the industry without that. Um, and I feel like I got into it, I started doing things quite young as well. Um, so yeah, I think I could. I could help. <laughs> I hope. So what, what, are you, um, what are you doing now, like during your day to day? Is it in the film it's, business? I mean, I, to be fair, it's it's not. I'm not doing it anymore. But I was. <laughs> that's such a bad way to start. <laughs> I mean, it was more of like a trainee thing. So I was working on a film set as like a makeup trainee. It wasn't exactly the department I wanted to get into but it was still amazing to do some work there and, and kind of see how everything was running and finally be able to like work practically um so I kind of got into that just through a company I knew um for like years now 
Um, but normally I just work a part time that I'm trying to get rid of and just try to <laughs> fairly get in. Um, I don't know. My brain is just not working today, guys. <laughs> no, that's cool. How about so hi guys, I am Jetty. I am freshly 19, which is scary to me. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm one year off adulthood, but like technically I'm already an adult. So a bit confusing there. But I am different from Cody because I took the more traditional route, um, which is slightly bizarre because everyone's like, why would you study that at uni? Um, because I felt like it. That's my honest answer. I felt like it. And so I did it. Um, so I currently study film at university. And it's a bit of like, I've been doing theory for the last year, which I've not been too happy about. Um, but we are moving more into the practical side now. So that's something that I'm like, oh, okay. We're doing something with my life. Um, so yeah, I don't really know where I'm going with this either. Like there was a train <laughs> of thought, then it kind of just slipped out. But yeah, oh wait, to answer the question, why, why am I good to answer this question? Oh, because I feel like, because me and Cody have very different experiences and so mm -hmm. do Izzy and I well not completely different but it's <laughs> still there um we've just got different routes and so it just kind of shows everybody listening that there is more than one way to do this like you don't have to have a set structure on anything in life but especially if you are looking to get into this industry then you don't have to follow a route it's not like you're going into law you're not going into medicine yeah. you're not going into like one of the big five accounting companies or whatever like it's just not crucial for you to follow the same path as everybody else so in a long-winded way i'm basically just trying to summarize and say just just follow your dreams Follow your dreams. Absolutely, <laughs> follow your dreams. That's such a positive way to put it. No, totally. And I think that's the that's the thing. It's like there isn't. I would argue the film industry isn't traditional in itself. Anyway, it's, it's not been around long enough yeah. to be really traditional and you know and have specific, real strict structures to get into it. But I mean, I went. So I'm sort of you. You guys are like film theory, film sets, all that kind of hands-on style of film I guess um but I went down the business route so I um I sort of started well I started my degree in English literature and history so I still kind of have a, a traditional-ish route in one way or another but it wasn't related to film um I initially before I started my degree um wanted to be an editor and wanted to get into film um and then I sort of did a few bits of experience here and there and then panicked and thought I want to be a literature person and a historian and then I did a three-year degree in history and then ended up being in the film industry anyway so <laughs> it it just sort of I, I took a long way around to get to it but I kind of got the thing where while I was studying I a completely different subject I was you know also in the film industry getting experience um, and then I ended up going down the route through business, obviously working with my dad, Chris. Um, so we, we sort of together built a business and went down the more marketing route, which, you know, all of them are equally sort of legit in what they do and what they offer. But I guess it's that thing of like education versus experience. And like when we say traditional route, it's it's not to make it sound like it's like this dusty old sort of like pointless. Route. It's, it's just a different way of doing it. Like it's it's education and experience. I mean, for you guys, 
what do you think from your experience has been the most useful to get into the film industry <laughs> i feel like our answer might be pretty similar like um so we both started off with the same company at different times so i think i was probably just under a year before Cody I mm -hmm. started working with this company um and so I did work experience with them and it's actually really funny that I remember when we had to put our applications through that I was the only one in my entire year saying I'm going into film and everyone was like where are you going to get any work experience with that and I'm like I'm going to find it somewhere and then I kind of fell out of contact with them for a bit because I got so into like doing my exams I was like got to get my like my exams done I've got to get into uni I've got to do something with my life um mm. because it was, it was kind of that thing in my head that I've got to have a backup plan you've got to have a backup plan you know the film industry is so unrealistic so everyone would always say that to me um and so I was like you know what like my backup plan is probably going to be like psychology or law that was kind of the route I was going down and so then what happened was, I think around my GCSE time, I decided, no, I'm just not doing this to myself. Like, I don't want to do that. Um, and so they would hold like a fair at my school. And so we were at this like university careers fair and we, so I was with someone and I went up to them. I was like, look, I, I want to get back. Like I've worked with you guys before. So I'm like, please help me. <laughs> and they were like, we've got, this thing called BFI Film Academy coming up. And I was like, okay. And I was like, I'm gonna apply, like I'm gonna apply, I'm gonna apply. And it was like two months I had to apply. And like I just didn't. <laughs> I was like sitting there like I can't do this. And then it came to like an hour before the deadline. And I'm like, okay, you know what? <laughs> like I'm doing it. And um I panic applied. I was like, I've done it. Um and I finally got the email and they were like, oh, well, you got the interview. And then they're like, oh, you got in. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> this is lovely. And so me and Cody met on there. So for now, Cody, it's just me and you. But, uh, but what do you think? Education versus experience. What are your, what are your thoughts? I think it, I think sometimes people kind of like one extreme or the other so people will side with each one and kind of say oh don't bother with that one like I had friends in school tell me like I won't I need to go to uni I won't really do anything else if I don't mm -hmm. but they didn't understand like the place I wanted to be like they didn't understand my thought process because they needed because for them they needed a specific route to get into the job they want to do mm -hmm. but I think both can be very useful and I think there's if someone wants to go to uni who wants to go into the film industry it's not wrong they'll still end up getting really valuable information and some courses even do practical things but for me I felt like experience would have been better because I've never been a uni person and then it kind of just allowed me to have a lot of time to figure out what I wanted to do and then I could just kind of keep an eye out for things that came up so I had that um so I had that trainee thing recently um finished shooting which is so sad um so now it's kind of just on to the next thing which is it's scary when things like that happen and you don't like I think maybe with uni it's more stability like you're kind of in this thing for a few years and you know you can have that mindset that you'll be able to find a job afterwards but with kind of if you're doing work like experience here and there it can be kind of times where you're like oh I'm not sure what I'm going to do next. 
No, but, that's um, it. I think it's it's the like. I think with when you get into the film industry from a distance or when you're not in it, it can feel like you know to the to the normal person, it can feel like how on earth did you end up doing this? Like that's yeah. like it's such a a weird thing to someone who might have gone through the route of training and and getting like a a salary job and then Mm -hmm. having that for 20 years or 40 years and then retiring um but I think when you're in the film industry though you do particularly as a young person you just sort of as we sort of talked about when we were last chatting it's a it's a bit like you end up in it by accident so you sort of say yes to opportunities and you meet people who can give you these opportunities and are interested in what you have to say and then you just then you're just there and you're in it and you're doing it and you're just like and I remember when that sort of happened to to us with Howell Film like we we built our brand and we went out there and got our message out there and then we were like backstage at TEDx and and doing all this stuff and like and it was only really when we saw our logo on the screen and stuff with all these people we were there going wow that that we're here (laughs) this is what we were wanting to do and and really when you're in that process of just trying to get there you forget that you're already there if that makes sense like you're just sort of you don't like being in the film industry is so like it can be anything you want it to be I mean there are people who are like youtubers corporate people mm-hmm. like what we do at Howell Film um but more you know more creative stuff and and if you're a creative person I guess you end up just being creative with your career and end up in all sorts of places but mm-hmm. no I think and, that, and that's really interesting like the the fact that you know you don't need to learn loads but it's great to have that as well like I remember yeah. when I was studying my degree um I did like that stability even though I wasn't studying film I liked the fact that no matter what happened or you know whatever I was doing work-wise or creatively I could go back to that place I could get a coffee at the same place see the same people and feel like I'm a part of something Mm -hmm. um but it makes sense as well if that if you know that isn't the route for you and nowadays there's so many more opportunities to get into the film industry I think as long as you network and you know where to find them, I suppose, like the BFI Film School. And I know there's other academies that, you know, can can give you that experience. And really, it's just about forging your own path, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I always tell myself that it's like luck and I get shocked every single time I get to see something. I'm so shocked because <laughs> I feel like it's it's I think in recent years, it's become easier for young people to get into the film industry because it was very to me I still feel like oh my god it's so hard to get in but then I'm like I'm kind of um hot I feel like I've got my foot there I'm there a little bit (laughs) um but that's why like companies who run these things are so great because um they give the opportunities to young people like the trainee thing that like because it was kind of indie film that I was working on um an indie feature film and they were kind enough to give me a trainee role and it just I feel like it's luck every time I get shocked every single time so did the work experience of them like Kiati was saying and then I got introduced to the BFI Film Academy through my school and I applied to it in one of my sixth form free lessons I was probably supposed to be doing like some other work <laughs> and I was like I don't care I'm applying like as soon as I had the opportunity I'm like I'm applying to this now I don't care what happens I'm gonna do it and I will I had that mind where I was like I will be doing this there's no way that I'm not doing this um and then I was still shocked when I got the interview 
did the interview. I was like, no, nah, everyone's so much cooler than me. I, they're not going to do it. But I think I was lucky in the fact they did know who I was as well because it's the same company sort of running it. Yeah. Um, and then I got it. I got an email just in sixth form. Uh, we were all doing nothing in sixth form, like free lessons. We were just sat around. And I was like, guys, I got it. And they're like, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I was like, there's no way. And then, yeah. And I've just been trying to, I've just been keeping up with them and just saying yes to everything they give me and just hoping yeah. for the best. So I think, um, yeah, and it's just taking those opportunities when they come and they come from the weirdest places as well. Like, as you yeah. were saying, like, you can, you, like you said, because you're not doing, you know, you're not getting, a, might not be getting a qualification and then, mm-hmm. you know, getting the piece of paper at the end and then that just unlocks the next level of your life in a sense mm-hmm. you, you sort of you go rather than just going up the stairs you sort of go on a bit of a zigzag stepping stone experience where you just end up <laughs> in the most random places because it was a bit like your it must be fate type thing I my first as we spoke previously my first experience of getting involved in the film industry was when I first moved up to Newcastle and I had I I got a job at House of Fraser and I'd worked three days in the underpant department of the House of Fraser and I'd applied previously to get like a sort of internship unpaid editing role type thing and then it was when I was three days into my underpant career at House of Fraser did I end up getting um getting like a phone call saying and I was going down the escalator on the metro getting a phone call saying you can come do this and I handed in my notice very quickly and and then I just I, and then I was in it from there did did you um Kiati did you find there were like those random it must be fake moments where I'm just sort of here and I'm I'm doing it see I think BFI was one of those for me like it was really like, because I told you I panic applied last minute because I was like, should I do it? Should I not do it? Should I? Because it was more like my own anxiety that I'm not going to get it. Yeah. And so when I did get it, I was like, okay, maybe I'm just meant to do this right. And then um, while we were on set, there were so many hiccups along the way. And because I have a very like loud personality and I get very easily influenced by the people around me and so there was one particular person who um was not straying me down the right path and so I wasn't on my complete best behavior at the age of 16 which is very regrettable for me because I hate being unprofessional I'm a very professional person and like it's something I pride myself on and so being a child acting like a child was something that I was really really unhappy with myself because I don't think it's not that other people in our group weren't doing it or other people in the other group weren't doing it it just happened that I was a louder one so it just came across that I was doing it more than other people um but then after that I think when I kind of bucked myself up again I was like you know what no you can't do this like this is ridiculous um and I came back and I was still kind of doing stuff and working and like even in between when I got into the university I wanted to um, and on the course I wanted to as well because on results day there was a whole kerfuffle about them reducing grades because of COVID and so when I finally got my grades back and I got in I was like okay you know like I'm, I'm doing something um, and then <laughs> after that I had to like leave the country <laughs> it's been in and out for me but um, now that I'm back and I'm still looking for stuff I just feel like maybe it is meant to be. And I feel like somewhere within your soul, like everyone knows their purpose. And I just feel like 
this is mine like I can't imagine myself doing anything else and like there's something my teacher said as well my teachers were all like in my um recommendation that we can't imagine her doing a nine to five Mm. she's only good for the media industry and I was like (laughs) yes (laughs) that's the best way to put it no that's it I think and that's that's how I feel as well like I mean I know I'm in more of a kind of corporate film industry but there is that thing of I can't imagine doing a normal nine-to-five we work the most bizarre hours and you just sort of you exist around the job essentially but no and and that's that's really interesting because it's it's one of those things where when you're really really young and and you're 15 16 and that's when you get the the barrage of careers advice and people trying to throw advice at you and it's hard to give that to someone who has no real life experience at that point like I was really unsure about what I wanted to do for such a long time um and it's it's weird being as particularly in your 20s it's a really weird age to be alive because in my in my job where I have to sort of network I have to have quite a professional role in some capacities and quite a creative role I have to tread that balance being particularly a a young woman in that sort of industry you find that I'll be talking to people who are twice my age a lot more than that um and you you have these expect there's these expectations that Mm -hmm. age comes with experience and there's the old adage that like you can be 20 and they'll ask for 40 years experience in something and it's that thing of experience matters but it's also about how much you want more experience and how much Mm -hmm. you want to take the next opportunity and build your network because I found like just knowing people was a great way to sort of get into it and build your contacts but do you um what would be your both of you your piece of advice for like 16 year old you who sort of wanted to to get into it and way back (laughs) um I would say don't hold it off because of your own insecurities like it sounds really stupid but I feel like a lot of people know what they want to do but because of their own kind of brain yelling at them um or like just the environment they've grown up in because it wasn't for me my parents it was more the outside world like school um where they were saying are you sure you want to do that like that's really hard to get into like you know or be people being like how are you going to get there you don't know anyone um I think just if I had silenced those voices on top of my own insecurity telling me that I can't do it I would have been further to the point where I want to be at the age I am Mm. um I feel like I made it harder for myself. It's not harder. I think harder is the wrong word to use, but I've prolonged getting to the goal of where I want to be. Um, And I feel like a lot of other people are probably the same in that way where they know that they can do it, but they don't have that belief in themselves. And so if they just believe in themselves that little bit, and they just tell themselves rather than no, and they turn that no into a yes. And, you know, they push themselves that little bit just to talk, just to mingle. Like you were saying, networking is so important. And networking is the most important thing in life. And I wish I would have known this, that education isn't important. Education is important for yourself if you want to get into a job that requires it, but also if you want to do it for yourself. Like if you want to learn for yourself then I would recommend higher education but if you are a person who's good on your feet if you're a person 
who does not want to be constricted to that kind of classroom education type, then don't do it. If your heart's not in it, like at the end of the day, you can get much more valuable experience and education by going out into the world because you get educated on a daily basis, right? Education is just kind of a formal word to put to going to school. Um, But overall, you are educated on a daily basis. Like I'm learning so much from you, Izzy, just by talking to you, (laughs) right? (laughs) From Cody, I learned so much on a daily basis just by talking to her. Um, And so this is just an example, a small example of what Mm -hmm. the whole world actually is. And so for anybody, I think just pushing yourself is really, really important. But yeah, I mean, I I totally agree. I think the... um... The whole thing of learning on on the go is is really important. Like I, when I started editing, I look back at the things I used to make years ago, and it breaks my heart and it warms my heart all at once because I thought that was amazing then. And and the amount and the way I got <laughs> relate to. <laughs> I remember showing these things like, oh my god, this is a masterpiece. And then now I'm kind of delving into the root of like animation and all these other things that I would never have thought I could do five six years ago it's it's amazing and and you do that you sort of you sit there particularly in film you'll you'll just sort of sit there and go um okay I want to make this and then you just Mm -hmm. frantically look where you need to look and you learn what you need to learn and you play with it and you have a go and then you do it and then you know how to do it and then that's it and it's yeah, it's a yeah. bit like I mean I know people who've been to university and, and done sort of film production and stuff like that and it, they refer to it a bit like learning to drive where people say you start learning after you pass your test type mm-hmm. thing like it gives you the the tools if you will to sort of go out there and, and have a good understanding of, of what you want to achieve but it's really after that point when you've got that confidence and you've got that experience that you can really sort of flourish and, and get out there but it's, it's not essential but it's it's it is important and it's important to individuals as well like if you feel like you need it that's great um but if you feel like you don't mm-hmm. as well that's great but cody how yeah, about you 16 year old you <laughs> oh it makes me so happy to think about 16 year old me looking at me now but I would probably just tell her to be patient and calm down and it's okay (laughs) like I feel like when I was 16 I knew I knew what I liked I knew that media was what I really wanted to get into it's just I was so stressed about not knowing exactly what it is and I'm like I still don't know now but that's okay because it's that sort of industry where there's so many roles that it's kind of one you have to explore a little bit and see which one you fall into I feel like um, because everyone I speak to, they're just like, I fell into this and now I'm doing it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but I would just say it's similar to Kiasi as well, because I think I have this, I think everyone has this, but I have a little bit of like imposter syndrome when it comes to applying to things or it comes to this. I'm like, no, you can't. Like there's people out there who are more, more capable than you or this is like just... Not don't find reasons to put yourself down and to not apply to things. Even if you think you're not quite qualified, just keep applying to them because you don't know what's going to happen. You'll be surprised. No real age limit with the film industry at all. Like, I mean, and there's no real... I mean, there are demands, particularly if you want to be the best in the world, you want to be the best in, in your field and stuff like that, that just like anything where you have to excel at stuff but it's really just finding your own way through it and I think that 
you as we were as me and Cody were saying you you don't you don't realize you're in it until you're actually there and you go oh wow okay I'm actually doing it I'm actually in this moment and I'm I'm I've I've made it and it's 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 an odd thing with film is that you can keep going and going and going and it can sometimes feel like you've not quite made it because you don't really know what that end point is you you say I'm going to I'm going to be successful when I achieve this. And then you get to that point and you don't realize you're at that point because you're there going, I'm going to be successful when I achieve this. And and you just keep going and going and going. And it's not, it's not really like climbing a mountain and looking at the view. You just sort of keep going. And Mm -hmm. it, it just, it's all just getting that momentum and getting the passion. You have to just get up every morning and go, this is what I do. This is my job. This is what I'm going to do. And so be it this is what's going to happen today and and that can mean slower days where you feel like nothing's working and things aren't going right and people aren't getting back to you and it can feel like it can feel very isolating but then you do come out of that and you have days where you're working non-stop back to back and everything's going great and and you're working around people who are like-minded and stuff and it's just taking that rough with the smooth I guess but because we are obviously based in very different areas I'm northeast and you guys are more London way do you think because from from people who are from the northeast in particular um there's a real um feeling amongst young filmmakers or young people in film that there's no opportunities in the north that's like the the thing they always think I have to go south I have to go to London in order to get a job and stuff like that a bit like going to Hollywood and to become an actress type thing um but actually what we found what I found navigating it as a young person is that there are opportunities in the northeast there are opportunities everywhere in the UK and the world Mm -hmm. um it's just about making those opportunities if there isn't if there isn't a film school in your town you set one up or you speak to someone who can you you do all these things but what is your perception as people who are in the London area what is that on your side like what what is is that true should do you have to come to London I think (laughs) (laughs) no 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 go ahead go ahead okay I think even as someone who is quite close to London I've in the past I've had that like view that London is the hotspot London's the place you need to be like kind of like glamorizing it in a way because we're kind of like half an hour out so it doesn't even sound that far but like in terms of like the fact that you'd have to commute and things like that it's it feels very far but recently I've I've learned that sorry (laughs) sorry I thought you'd finish your point I'm so sorry I'm so sorry (laughs) that's my fault that's my fault but um I've realised that local film is so important. You don't have to be in high-end TV to be in the film industry. Um, and volunteer work is so important. And mm-hmm. if you look around, you hopefully around you, you'll find like some companies that will be able to give you experience. And if not, you can make get like you can find a group of people and sort of make things yourself. Yeah. Them, enter them to, like film festivals if you want to if you want to go down that route of like being a filmmaker mm-hmm. um but I find that I just it's it it was like a big surprise for me because I thought I'd have to go into London and things like that but I've actually managed to find experience closer to me and I'm sure it would be the same um up north as well because I've also I've also fallen victim to the same <laughs> mindset um, but yeah 
See, for me, it's a bit different because I study in London. So it just is a different experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, there is obviously this thing that I know people on my course who have come from up north to be down here um, because that's the way that it is really perceived. But as Cody said, you know, you can kind of find things in your area. There's so many production companies without even realizing it. I know a lot of them are do what you do as you. So mm-hmm. it's like a lot of marketing and commercial because that's where you kind of earn the money <laughs> in a way. Um, not necessarily has to be that kind of thought process because sometimes people just enjoy it. Like, you know, you must just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there is a big misconception that London is such a great area because mm-hmm. It, it's just not <laughs> like, it's so like globally I feel like especially people from England know more than international people that it's it's just not a great place um like I would say it's one of my favorite places in the UK itself but like <laughs> it's just not the best um but in terms of careers it's so oversaturated for anything mm. like any single thing so if you're planning with the intention to move to London just for your career I, I wouldn't say there's necessarily a point because yeah. your mental health is really what matters you're not going to really do much with your career if your mental health isn't in the right place mm. it's, it's, it's that's the thing it's, it's being based in well we're based in the northeast and we cover the whole of the UK and beyond but our main sort of spot really we got an office in Barnard Castle and the famous Barnard Castle now um and that is a really interesting place to be and and we operate in an with people in an areas that are really rural really urban everything from the middle of absolute nowhere to London and and what we found is is that often when you're working in the film industry the people who don't work in that industry don't know the opportunities that are available to them so we'll work I mean from a marketing sort of thing our offering will work with companies or people who've had ideas for films that have never thought about actually I can develop these I can do these this is amazing like we've worked with people who live in we'll be going out to areas where we will be thinking how is this just 20 miles from our office this is the middle of nowhere and there'll be people there who'll want to make a film or will want to talk on camera and and tell their story and and we're we're literally like the only thing next to me is a sheep and stuff and I'm there thinking I don't need to be in London for this this is like I can be so far away from civilization and still be making content and still be providing stuff for people and it's just about making the opportunities where you're at particularly if you're in an area where there aren't many avenues for film that can be an opportunity as well because you can be the person who's brought it to that area you know as long as you're Mm -hmm. confident in delivering yourself and your message you can set your stake anywhere and, and get people interested so the concept of having to go to a specific place yeah it can be a bit mad and and I get approached by young people in particular who want to get involved in the film industry pretty often and um, particularly during the pandemic because you couldn't really travel to London at that point so they had to look closer to home and the general perception was I didn't know you guys 
did all this up here. I thought you were going down to London every week and all this sort of stuff. And and yeah, it's just about finding stuff where you are, when you want and doing it your way. And I think that's the most important thing about getting into the film industry is is being creative with it and going with what you think suits you best, whether it's fate, whether it's education, whether it's doing whatever, you end up in situations where you think I'm happy and that's the most important thing. Um, But do you guys, any closing remarks from you guys? (laughs) Any Um, words of wisdom? (laughs) I think, um, wait, I wrote something down. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. I think don't listen to other people because oftentimes like we've been saying before the people who don't want to get into this this industry won't quite understand the things that you're getting yourself into yeah I I think yeah I think mine's pretty similar to Cody's um saying yes to any opportunity just take it seize it Mm -hmm. you know copy DM (laughs) (laughs) um but also just kind of like it really is about persevering and believing in yourself and kind of knowing how to navigate the world because I feel like this isn't something that education can equip you for. Like you can learn a lot along the way with education, but putting yourself into the actual industry is something that you would never know because it is really just like being in the real world, which Mm -hmm. is what university doesn't prepare you for. Um, And so you just kind of need to, learn how to talk because that's something (laughs) I definitely have to do um and kind of just build connections it's not even so much about networking I think networking has such a bad reputation because networking is seen as like this like thing where you take advantage of no like networking is like about building connections and having Mm -hmm. those bonds with people so that if you ever need help or they ever need help that you're together like for life you know and you Mm -hmm. go ahead going forward like me and Cody now we've started our career kind of off together and we're going to keep going and going and going and like pushing each other as we go along. Um, so kind of just have people with you pushing you and be in the right mental state because this again is not for a week. Um, you know, there's long days, you know, (laughs) really long days. Um, also there's not, you're not necessarily going to get along with everyone. That's something you've got to accept as well. Mm-hmm. That sometimes it might be that someone's doing the job that you want, or not, not exactly in the way that you would like it done, but it's still okay. Absolutely, yeah. And getting used to the long hours. That's the, yeah. that's, it's, mm-hmm. as you say, it's not for the faint hearted. You've got to be prepared to put the hours in and sometimes not for money, but for, but for your own benefit as well. And everything you do has to be an investment in yourself, in your brand, in your film, whatever it is that you want to put out there. No, that that is absolutely amazing. You guys have answered that question beautifully and inspirationally. I'm very inspired to get on with the rest of my day. But the, um, the last thing, and I always ask a question, normally my dad will be rolling his eyes at this point because he never knows what this question is going to be and they get very odd. But this one, I'll keep it quite simple. What's a famous movie that you have never seen? Oh, me and Kiati have so many. <laughs> <laughs> do you know the one that popped in my head though it is on my list it is on my oh, I've, what, oh there's quite a few um so i know knives out has a sequel coming out but i've tried to watch the first one multiple times i always start to get five minutes in and turn it off i don't know why just 
Interesting. I don't know. And then also Black Swan. Black Swan is on my list. It's on my list next. I am going to watch it because Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis, the most iconic duo in the world for me. And they both kissed Ashton. No, me, no. Natalie Portman has kissed Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, which I find hilarious. <laughs> um, and so that is next on my list. But yeah, oh, it's a really good movie. So You'll enjoy it. <laughs> I'm Sorry, looking forward to I'm, it. I'm looking through my watch list of the hundreds of, yeah. <laughs> Of um, <laughs> films that are so popular that everyone's like, you need to watch them, and I just never have. Um, okay, I'll go for that one. No, I won't go for that one. Sorry, I'm really <laughs> excited. Um, I'm excited oh. now. <laughs> I know, I'm like, be up. Uh, do I go for a recent one or not? <sighs> Sorry, I'm really stressing out. Go for a classic. Oh, oh, a lot of people are surprised that I've never seen Fight Club or anything like that. I've oh, I haven't either. I haven't. <laughs> None of us have. This is a safe space. And we can't talk about Fight Club because none of us have seen it. <laughs> no. I see, I want to watch it, but like every time I think about Brad Pitt, I'm like, oh God, not again. Like it's like he's a bad actor. He's a good actor, but I, I don't know. There's just something about him that pisses me off. Like I think it's because it was like the whole Jennifer Aniston and Angelina Jolie thing, and I'm just like, I can't get past it in my head. <laughs> That's amazing. No, I think I think mine would, and I've offended, I've said this before on the podcast, and I've offended people saying it, but I haven't seen the Harry Potters. I've not <laughs> I've seen one of them. I've seen the first one. Yeah, I've seen the first one. And Kathy's in a tailspin now. I've not, I've not. Yeah, I've literally them. been to the studios. So have like, I, I, which made me feel like a bit phony. you been to the studio? Because I, I, went with, I went with like my media class and I was like, I feel like such an imposter right now. No, I went. <laughs> where people would, um, people would ask me, oh, have you seen? Also, if my co-worker ever finds this, I have seen all of them. Yes, everything, every time we talk about it, I have <laughs> Thank you so much for coming and being part of this. And obviously, we will be obviously speaking to you in the future as well, I'm sure. Um, but so that was, looks like we made it. Uh, answering the question, how can young people get into the film industry with Kiati and Cody from the Film Fluence podcast? Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? Where can people find you? Where can they listen to your podcast? We're basically on every streaming platform. Um, we've got Instagram, we've got Twitter, we've basically got a link tree with all of our links in. And we should be coming to YouTube soon, so you can catch us on there and see our faces. Uh, <laughs> but, oh, yeah. that's, thank that's... you so much for having us, Izzy. Oh, you are more than welcome. Thank you for helping me answer that question. And if you do want to keep listening to Looks Like We Made It, it is on every Tuesday uh, when this episode, you'll be listening to it now. Um, if you are on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rate or a review. That would be great. Uh, share us where you can. We're on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And we're also wherever you get your podcasts and our website, which is www.howlfilm.co.uk. So thanks, guys. And I will see you soon. Bye. Thank you.